Welcome to Love Yours. I'm Aurora Tracy, and in a world of comparisons, finding solace in my unique journey is key for keeping me grounded. From navigating mental health to the whirlwind of my 20s, join me for candid conversations on self-love and life's unexpected twists. Love Yours is a space where meaningful conversations unfold, inspiring self-discovery and fostering self-love. So tune in every Thursday for a fresh entry into my digital journal. Hey guys, how are we doing? Happy Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day you're watching this. I'm filming it on a Tuesday, actually, so I hope your day is going well. Uh, mine has been going great. As you can see, if you're watching this, we finally have sunshine. The sun is out. We went 10 days without sun, and I felt that. I felt that ish, like wondering why I was feeling so down and not motivated to do anything. Well, it's because Mr. Sunshine was not out to play, but we're back, and I'm feeling energized. I literally will sit in front of the window, in front of the sun rays, soaking it up like a goddamn cat, and I don't care. That's what makes me happy. <laughs> it's so random, but I am so happy you're here. Let's get into it with our usual check-in. So how have we been doing? I just want you to know, we are through the longest days of the year, honey. We made it. Days are getting longer now, so I hope you're feeling that, feeling that energizing energy that comes when spring's almost here. I love winter, but I also love spring. My birthday is in springtime, eh, so... A little bit partial there, but I hope you're doing well. We're making it through the winter time. And last week, for me, was honestly fine. Nothing much out of the ordinary as far as work goes. We know that situation. But the weekend, um, like I said in the beginning of the year, one of the things I was really prioritizing were my friendships and making sure I'm intentional with my time and planning to have things to look forward to with my friends and loved ones and it i i knew i knew it would have such a good impact on me and i can already feel it just a month into the year so i have been busy and i've been loving it busy in the best way possible so friday honestly after work i think it was just chill cooking cleaning around the house because saturday i went and hung out with my bestie lena um she only lives about an hour from here so it's literally the easiest drive ever but we were roommates in college along with our other friends and we've seen each other every year since college um but when i was living in the city she was a little more than two hours away which isn't that bad but it's still enough to you know want to spend a whole weekend together if you make that trek but now that i live a whole hour closer you know we've already hung out like i want to say like three four times which may maybe doesn't seem a lot but in adult time when you have full top full-time job time that's a good amount of time and I'm proud of that and I just want to be able to see her more I love her she's one of those one of those friends that you feel energized after hanging out with that just get you you don't have to pretend or honestly drain energy to almost like put up a facade and it's perfect timing because this week is all about prioritizing friendships and friendships after college it's something that is really at the forefront of my thoughts, my brain, my mental, and where a lot of my energy has been going, not even just recently, but probably the past like two years, at least, probably more. And so it's only time I talk about this. I feel like my friendships come up a lot in my podcast and they're going to because I love them with my whole heart. <laughs> I don't know what accent that was. 
Um, so it's time they deserve their own episode. And I will get into that. I don't want to get into it too soon. But to finish off my weekend, I hung out with her. It was amazing. Love her. Her birthday's coming up along with my other bestie. Side note, all of the closest people to me in my life, all of my best friends, even past best friends, Aquariuses. Can someone, can someone look this up and help me out? I'm a Taurus, sun and moon, and I think my rising is Cancer. And sorry for people who don't know astrology for a second, but I need to know why all of, even my boyfriend is an Aquarius. And I'm just talking sun signs. I don't know other signs. So maybe that is playing into it. But when I mean all my best friends, I mean like over four or five individuals. So someone check in on that and get back to me because I've been really curious about that. But regardless, that was super great. And I'm so excited. I'm definitely going to see her again sometime this month. Um, And then, oh, that was on... Saturday. Yeah. Okay. And then Sunday, <gasps> Sunday was our Sunday feast day and it was wonderful. So I did have to work again across the street at Saffron, which I love, you know, that I've talked about it. It was a great time and I just get some little extra cash in the pockets. Um, but Christopher and I hit the grocery store Wegmans. If you know, you know, Wegmans is the best thing upstate ever gave us. Um, we hit up Wegmans early in the morning and prepare for our Sunday feast. So after I got to work around four o'clock, it was all about the dinner. It was all about the din din. And we were doing braised short ribs, homemade mashed potatoes, and blanched asparagus. Now, I know that does not sound de- dec- decadent on the surface level, but the power is in the details. And the way and the time that we put into cooking this was one, enjoyable. I love we love food in this household we love food we're foodies and so i just it's so rewarding the more you put into it and the more time and attention you give to the details the food's gonna turn out that much better like it's as simple as that and it's so rewarding especially when you know i don't want to have necessarily a lazy day i want to be up and doing things and working towards something that's not work or whatever making a great intricate meal is an awesome way to do this so and listen i used to be so not overwhelmed, almost like scared of doing this alone because I was like, oh, I don't know how to do any. You don't need to know how. You just have to be able to find a recipe. You need to know how to Google and search what you're looking for, but you don't have to come up with a recipe on your own. <laughs> and maybe that's common sense, but like a few years ago, I was like, I don't know how to do it, so I can't. Duh. Everyone starts somewhere, so <laughs> look up a recipe and make it happen, even if it takes you a few hours. Like it's a great thing to do with friends too not even just your partner like a group of people we love doing it anyway i posted a lot of pictures about it and it was delicious so if you saw any of those you're lucky um if you didn't i'm sorry but i do post pictures of what we cook a lot so keep out for next week's feast (laughs) yeah that was great um and now we're back onto the week and sunshine is still out, so can't complain. I hope you all had a great week and are having another amazing week. Now I want to get into my favorites first before we get into the topic of the week. So this week I only chose two, not because I couldn't find a third one, because I honestly, that's exactly why. I don't want to have to force these, is my thought process behind you know this category my favorites it's not supposed to be some made up oh new favorite for this week it's genuinely me taking time to notice 
what I'm liking or what I'm loving, new some found something new that is my favorite product or whatever, favorite TV show, you know by now, it's always a range of things. But this week I could really only think of two. And the first one is the podcast Pretty Lonesome by Madeline Argy. If you don't know her already, you have to check it out. She's a part of Unwell Network, so obviously I watch Call Her Daddy and I love Hot Mess with Alex Earl too. I am a supporter out here of the creators. I honestly have a different purpose for each podcast that I listen to almost. <laughs> I love a range of them, but in, in particular, I've been loving Pretty Lonesome with Madeline. I love having her on while I'm just doing tasks around the house and that not even to be weird, it just feels like hanging out with my bestie. Like I can follow her train of thought so well. Like she'll take you on a journey just to get to one point and I thoroughly enjoy it. Her storytelling abilities is amazing. She has such an entertaining way of going about it and her life is obviously pretty entertaining and it's really funny how she goes about describing it and I think she's super relatable. So if you like me and you like this podcast and you have similar interests, which you probably do if you're listening or watching this, you would definitely love her. So go give that a look if you're in the market for a new podcast. <laughs> and next on my list is this amber and bourbon mixed bar fragrance from Target. Or it's like a mist. It's a hair and body mist. Girls, ladies, trust me on this one. Especially for the price point. It was I know it was under $15 for the size that I got delicious delicious and I love YSL Libre intense if you know what that smells like this is and I don't want to say like emulating that but it's along the same notes and but in a mist version and cheaper and it does last a while it has the perfect balance of the like vanilla bourbon musk but slightly fresh not too sweet it's incredible it's incredible I get so excited for my daily shower so I, that way I can get out after I moisturize and smell like a fucking goddess. I got that in, on my Target trip this weekend with Lena. Because obviously, when us girlies hang out, we do a Target run. So, super excited I found that. I'm going to be buying the bigger size. And let me know if you try it. I think I want to try other scents from Mix Bar. I'm not going to lie. They had some really other good ones. There was one that was like not another cherry or flower bed. Those two I was also deciding on getting. But I know I love vanilla bourbon. Like those scents I know I really like. <laughs> so maybe I'll try the other ones another time. Okay. I think we're all caught up. And I am so excited to get into more about friendships. Here we go. All right, Tracy Tribe. <laughs> I haven't used that yet since I like thought of it in a few episodes back. Tracy Tribe. I gotta remember it because I think it'll catch on. <laughs> okay, so I feel like it only makes sense to start this episode out with giving a little bit of background on my history with friends so that way you can understand, you know, my perspective, my journey with it, where I'm at, and understand a little bit more about me and I hope you can relate to this in any sort of way because it's kind of a long story, but I'm going to keep it brief for you. But I struggled for a while in being able to connect with people who struggled with friendships in this way. So I'm just going to get into it. Um, and this is getting really vulnerable, guys, because this is just a little FYI. This 
was tough for me to talk about for a while and it's something I was insecure about because it seems silly to like not know how to do friendships and like I was I'm a great person and I know that and people like being around me but I would overthink to no end when it came to friendship so let's just let's just get into it so my history with friends I have always been able to get along with groups and float between them almost and be invited to like parties between each one or be able to sit with them at lunch but I only really would have one to two maybe three really close like best 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 friends at a time only one or two and this is seen like throughout even me like in elementary school like my first ever best best friend I could think of is in third grade we had both moved to new school at the same time and we were like considered sisters I mean she was coming home with me all the time without that note from home like I was we were walkers or I was I lived close enough to walk so she would just always walk with me home and the guidance people they at the front office they loved it because they knew that like we were pulling pulling slick ones on our parents but it was allowed like at the end of the day like they didn't care um anyway so even way back then, I've had this where I have one or two really, really close friends. I almost see as sisters. And then I'm kind of sort of floating with everybody else, um, depending on if we are in a sport together at the time or a class. Like, And eventually, we outgrew each other. And then I would have another really, really close best friend that I had, for example, all throughout middle school and high school. And then into college, then we outgrew each other again. Then I had another like really, really, really best friend. <laughs> in college and you know this pattern just kept coming up and I it was really sad because these are wonderful people and I had to learn how to balance friendships learn how to communicate and I lost friends which I know is normal it's so normal in life but it really hurts more than a breakup and I don't wish that on anybody but if you've gone through that I am so sorry, one, because I know, I know it seems like, oh, if only this, if only, like, I was running scenarios through my head and thinking, oh, I could have done, should have done this, and I, you know that I like to say, you know, things happen for a reason, if it's meant to be, it'll be, but when you're in the moment and you just know this friendship is, like, is ending, or you're getting broken up with, basically, from a friend, it, it hurt worse than any boy that I've broken up with or that's broken up with me. And I got really, really down on myself when this would happen. And because one, if you can't tell by this podcast, I am a person that feels emotion so deeply. So that means my connections are deep as well. And although I try to have service level friendships, I think this is maybe what was happening back then. It was feeling too forceful and, and fake to me and so that's how I would find a person that I really connected with and then almost like latch on to them because you know they got me we had the same sense of humor we were interested in similar things and so I didn't think of nurturing the friendships of all those that were surface level I just was friends with you because we were in the same class or because we were both on the soccer team that's that's really like that's all we had in common you know and other kids were thriving in that situation and granted I think it's important to preface I did go to a really small school so friend groups per se were 
really obvious <laughs> and people you know did float between multiple times but eventually it was pretty set right and it's like obvious if you're not like among the the core or not um and i don't think now watch someone's gonna listen to this and like totally fucking laugh their ass off but i don't care it's my truth and i don't think any of them thought ill of me i don't think anyone disliked me i will say though that i think because of my overthinking and i had in my lack of almost like communicating what i needed from a friend and what type of friend i was because i didn't understand that in myself is what led to these more like shallow friendships and not shallow in a negative way i just mean i felt like i couldn't connect with any everyone the way that they all were or seemingly were and it's sad because in my mind i've always looked for like my bridesmaids and friendships you know i, I want those those long lasting friends with, that are there for me through phases in life and I had to realize what type of friend I am and what I bring to the table first in order to then start being confident in myself and communicating directly with them and effectively and honestly I think and I'm not trying to blame anyone for this at all this is simply my truth and I've thought a lot about this in my past and you know why had this been happening to me and not as a victim way but I want to do better for my friendships moving forward, you know? Just because friendships end in the past doesn't mean that they were a bad person or it was a bad friendship. I just think it was a mix of, on my end, a lack of, of certain things and what I brought to the table and understanding the other person. And I mean, typical things that you go through with growing up and maturing in general, you know? I had to learn what my boundaries were and how to communicate that, which I've talked a lot about but in a way that doesn't have to be rude you know I was always too occupied with worrying about being liked you know I was too worried with making sure that I didn't cause any any rifts between people well I was a people pleaser and I was too afraid that if I voiced my opinion and shared maybe a part of myself that didn't agree with something they agreed with that I wouldn't then be liked as a result it seems silly but this is what your middle school teenage brain thinks like or <laughs> at least was the truth for me and so I really really had to learn to be confident in myself and that I could communicate and also just surround myself with people that I felt comfortable being myself around and unfortunately I found that being only a few people at a time and maybe that's not unfortunate I don't want it to sound negative because I'm very very grateful for the friends that I had and have but I really had to learn how to rely on a friend and do so respectfully which is weird I, I think it has a lot to do with maybe being the older sibling but I'm so used to just taking problems on and I'm hyper independent basically to sum it up I'm, I'm hyper independent um so it's really weird for me to ask for help or advice or almost admit that I'm struggling I like to deal with things on my own and I tend to just I tend to pull out of my relationships even family when I'm going through something or struggling and 
kind of just seclude myself and deal with it alone and then come back and everything's fine and what i realized um through as i got older through my friendships is like actually that's what friends are for you know if my friend was going through something i would absolutely 100 percent want them to feel comfortable confiding in me and know that i'm there in every step of the way and can help them and want to offer any support possible and I wasn't even allowing my friends to do the same for me. I wasn't allowing them to build that connection, so maybe that played a part in it too. These are all just hypotheticals, things and situations in my head that I kind of reason with. Um, that's what makes sense to me, and if you are someone that struggles with being hyper-independent and letting your friends in and be friends, then I totally get you. I totally understand you, but just know that they're your friends for a reason, and if they're actually you know, a good friend, they will want to help you and they will be there for you you won't have to ask they're probably like duh of course like what do you mean i'm your friend of course i'm gonna be here for you <laughs> because i've done that before i've apologized when i didn't need to apologize for venting or and we laugh about it afterwards but along the lines of learning how to communicate an example of that is just telling a friend hey i'm going through this right now do you have a moment to vent or calling them up hey i just really need to vent do you have a moment any variation of that will do wonders it breaks the edge off of you if you're feeling anxious about putting a burden on someone because you're getting almost the confirmation from them that yes they're in the mindset or they're in the space or they're alone and you can whatever it is or then you set up a time actually i'm not free right now but five o'clock i'm all yours you got it you'll vent i'm here for you and you'll have no idea like when i finally would get over my mental hurdle of breaking that barrier with a friend and being vulnerable i guess and and asking for help the the relief that lifted off my shoulders and the way that i it like took your friendship it takes your friendship to the next level really i feel like you know it adds another layer of connection and vulnerability and all things that are important with lasting friendships now i know not every friendship is made to be lifelong but in this episode i'm just talking about friendships in general and kind of the differences between ones that are just seasonal, situational, versus like you're more of your bridesmaids, lifelong friendships. Those are the types of ones that I was always, gra- I always gravitate towards, to be honest. I don't have an issue necessarily making friends on the daily with my coworkers or, you know, if I'm at an event, like I'm pretty confident I can do that. I know I can get along with people. So just a preface. <laughs> um, also something I had to learn was not being afraid to reach out first. And now I do it all the time. I love you ladies. You know who you are, but <laughs> I'm always like, hey, hope you're having a great day. Or like, oh, you want to hang out this weekend? Or let's make plans. Can I come over? And I hope I'm not annoying, but I love that I've broken that anxiety because I used to I used to get so worried that I would seem like needy or too much or overbearing or was almost like assuming where our friendship was at if I was always initiating a hangout or, you know, a catch-up venting session. But no, they, I mean, it's so normal. Like if, if I'm thinking it, they're probably thinking it too, you know? So if you're feeling the same same way, like just freaking reach out if you want to hang out, if you want to chat, like they probably do too. Don't overthink it. That seems to be the theme here let's not overthink. (laughs) So not being afraid to share more, the good and the bad, reaching out, communicating honestly, like being upfront and real with yourself and then real with them as well 
I think is or was a turning point for me in understanding kind of the friendships that I wanted and what it takes for those to succeed if that makes sense I really just realized I'm not someone like I said I'm not someone who can have ass things especially relationships especially relationships and turns out same goes for friends too and not everyone is going to be a fit for me and that's okay I know that (laughs) I was just too worried like I said about being like rather than being myself and that is kind of the key point that I want you to take away from that is what is fit for you will flow to you naturally and letting that happen again turning your energy and your overthinking inward into what's important to you what you can bring to the table what you look for in other friends and letting that happen not forcing connections because we're not doing that Mm -mm, that is not what i'm trying to say (laughs) and i think for a while i was just too worried about not being liked that i was keeping up all these facades it is what it is we learn and grow and that's the beauty of being human but it's actually interesting um it's just taking me a little longer to learn these ones when it comes to friendships but my little sister sydney has actually always had such a natural ability when it comes to maintaining friendships and being herself now she is the youngest of us three girls so whoever's into sibling dynamics i love me and my friends talk about this all the time i think they're so real they're so real anyways she's the youngest of us three and she's the most deadpan real like not fake person i know and as a result her friendships long lasting like they're natural flowing not forceful and it's so refreshing to see and i honestly looked up to her a lot and i still do in that and i think of her anytime you know i'm reevaluating or thinking about how i could be a better friend um to my friends so that was just cool so really i hope you know it's okay to lose friendships or to struggle with friendships or be unsure of what you could bring or what you need from a friendship i just really want you all to not feel alone because for a while i felt like how am i the only one that doesn't get this like why is this just not clicking for me sometimes (laughs) it will click i promise it will click i just think an important thing to remember is expectations versus reality especially if you're in that post-grad to you know adult life transition when it comes to friendships that was really hard for me you have to be intentional now i feel like now i've got it under wraps and i'm i've implemented ways to see my friends consistently and check in on them and making sure they're fulfilled both ways but i mean i've been out of college but like four years now (laughs) so not to scare you but it's okay if it takes time and if you don't have it all figured out as with anything else we talk about on this podcast you have time and it's okay i just think It's important to know that friendships in your adulthood differ and that may seem like duh obviously but it it was hard to find a balance between work life and then also personal things and development and friendships in there and family and social things whatever you have going on the balance can be hard i totally get it i totally get it so you need to look at your priorities honestly and maybe any strategies for maintaining connections you know despite your circumstances so get on a schedule get active in the group chat with your friends or if you don't have a group chat 
set a weekly day that you want to check in with your friends um make sure you're facetiming once a month or you know whatever the cadence is that works for you guys um because i have some long distance friends too and i only see them maybe once or twice a year but they're still just as meaningful to me and just as important that we make sure we schedule that time in for that next year or the next six months or whatever it is but i think scheduling as annoying as it can be and it even took me a minute to get used to but scheduling ahead planning ahead really really helps you because then you have something to look forward to then you know you're going to see each other again and then it's okay if you don't keep tabs every day or week or month even because you're gonna have this date to reconnect and catch up and it'll be just as fun as if you were seeing them you know weekly anyway so just be be flexible learn to be flexible with your expectations and and patient with yourself and just communicate be so honest i mean so for real that's that's what's refreshing right that's all we want is honesty among other things but (laughs) honesty is obviously a big one um and lastly touching on the friendship breakup part because i know i kind of went over it quickly but there's positives and negatives of course as of with anything um just know that it's okay if you're going through a friendship breakup it's okay if you even feel it was your fault or if not the best thing to do is to lean on those that you do have around you that care and love and support you don't have to go through it alone pour some more self-love into yourself and just know that not all friendships last forever some are just meant to be for a season and they're still just as amazing to have and navigating these situations is tough but you'll get through it you'll get through it all bad things do come to an end believe it or not and the best thing i think you could think of also during this time is now the possibility of new friendships i talk about emma my bestie on here a lot and I'm not sorry about it, but she is a friend that I've made post-college in my 20s. And one of the best friends I'm going to have for life. And I know that. And I think that's a beautiful thing to look forward to is that even if you're going through a friendship breakup or simply trying to make new friends, like there are people out there that y- who will connect with you, who will get you, who will understand you, who will make you feel like home and you can be yourself around. So... I don't mean to be preaching like only optimism here i feel like it's a really realistic perspective to understand that like give yourself time to grieve that relationship give yourself time because it is like i said it can hurt worse than a literal relationship breakup it can don't feel silly for that give yourself time to grieve it allow those memories to come through don't dwell on it though because life goes on and there are plenty amazing new relationships out there just waiting for you new connections to be made adventures to go on hangouts and girl chats to have i promise i am living proof of that and i literally can't imagine my life now without her and had i not been open to new friendships and gone out of my way i mean we literally met on the weirdest app ever called roomie to find a roommate in new york city it sounds sketchy but it's not i mean we've (laughs) facetimed and literally instant connection from facetime and then lived together and now it's like wouldn't have it any other way and we'll tell that story sometime when i have her on here because yes she's coming on emma you'll be on (laughs) please (laughs) 
<laughs> I know the Tracy tribe would just love us. We could sit and chat your ear off for hours, but we won't do that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Regardless, balancing friendships and life hardships is a lot okay on top of everything else that we're going to be dealing with on a day-to-day so give yourself some patience give yourself some grace my hope with sharing some of my own personal history with friendships and thoughts on it and struggles today was just make you feel a little bit more understood and heard and maybe inspire you to think of friendships maybe a little differently if you're struggling with it or feel free please to come to me with any questions or even advice. I am always looking to be a better friend to my friends and show up for my friendships how, you know, they need me and learn what I need in friendships too. Like we're always changing and growing. This isn't to like set a a rule or precedent once and like live by that. It's more so learning to, you know, be open and communicate and enjoy your friendships because they are so beautiful. They make life so enjoyable and that's, that's how it should be. It shouldn't be draining. It shouldn't feel like a chore. It shouldn't feel like a burden friendships are an amazing way to experience life with people that bring you joy happiness comfort whatever it is and grow together go through life together you know it's honestly similar to siblings that's how i view my friendships (laughs) so i hope you were able to take a little bit away um about navigating friendships in the real world and friendships post-college and how to prioritize them today i think this conversation was long overdue and i can't wait to have more of my friends on in the future i think that'll be super fun but again thank you guys so much for tuning in i appreciate your continued support as always on spotify and all platforms and youtube i'm gonna be honest my video content last week i know was not up to my standard at least i'm still learning how to use this camera one the lighting was low and i think it exported a different size like we're we're self-taught over here okay well if you count youtube and other <laughs> people that know stuff i'm learning okay and i appreciate your patience understanding and support even though it's not always up to my standard i only want to put the best out there but like i've said before i've got to start somewhere so it's only going to be up from here. This week is going to be crispy clean, I promise. And have a beautiful week, guys. Love you. Bye.